another episode. Put it on the ball. Yes or no? <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. It has been a little over two weeks, I think, since they broke the uh, the official schedule for the MLS is back tournament. We are now two and a half weeks later, uh, and it hasn't been canceled yet, which is good signs to come. So let's all uh, pray to the elder gods, the old gods, the new gods, whatever god you do pray to. Let's try and keep as many people healthy as we can because we need MLS back, and we need this soccer tournament ASAP because we're all just dying over here. There is no chance this tournament does not happen for two reasons. One is that we've came this far and there's no turning around. And number two is we simply just don't have a plan B. There is no plan B at all. This is this is it. This is, uh, this is the best the Situation Room came up with. There is no contingency plan. It is all or nothing for the life of you social distance players come on but welcome everyone to the inner miami podcast i am jay kington alongside as always is your alex papa george wow. how are you doing today bud i'm doing great man that I'm was a weird great. that was like a spanish french mix i have to say more, i don't more, know if we're that. about to talk about hamilton on broadway if we're about to get into the inner miami podcast but i for one am happy it is the inner miami podcast we have one new country tuning in, and that is Romania. Big shout out, Romania. Big, big shouts out to Romania. Would love to visit that country one day. I don't know too much about them other than the movie Hostel was filmed there, but I hope <laughs> to have a more pleasant experience. But uh, thanks for tuning in all the way over there. Um, per usual, if you're listening, you probably already do, but if you don't, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at intermiamipodcast.com. Check out the website that Alex spent so many hours on. It's intermiamipodcast.com. And you can also shoot us an email at Jay and Alex at intermiamipodcast.com. Do you see all the, the synchronicities in, in those handles right there, bud? That takes wow. that takes talent. That does. I mean, that's planning right there to a T. That that indeed is. It's it's not one of my stronger suits, but I nailed it on this one. Yes, you did. And if you do feel so inclined to go ahead and give us five stars on the Apple App Store, just like Peach and Go, Peach and Go, whoever you are, thank you very much for your support. It actually, seems like a recommendation from your buddy. So hopefully, we continue to do that. Uh, which goes out to a message for all y'all. If you haven't told your friends about us, what are you doing? Go ahead and tell everybody. Inner Miami Podcast. We make it really simple. We make it extremely simple. Let's get into some fun stuff here, though. We do we don't have a crazy episode, not a ton of news, but we do want to bring everyone up to speed on some events that have happened. But if you are, uh, you know, again, new to the podcast, do a little deep dive, do a little rewind. We got some great player interviews with Mr. Louis Robles, uh, two times, Jerome Kisavetter, my boy, uh, Louis Argudo, Will Trap. Ben Sweat, another of our good friends, uh, and Mr. Dylan Nealis. Check these out. This is a great way to really get to know the players. We try and ask, um, with respect to personal boundaries, we try and ask some personal questions to, to allow our listeners to uh, get to know them more on a personal level as well as you know a player level as well. But um, and you know also check out our, our supporters group series if you're new to this. Looking to get in, looking to support Inner Miami. There are four supporters groups in South Florida, 
as of today, we've got the Siege, the Southern Legion, Vice City, 1896, and the Northern Pack, our boys up in West Palm. Uh, if you're internationally interacting on our Facebook, we'll point you in the right direction. We have tons of international inner Miami groups that uh, supporters groups that, that follow us and we interact with as well. So wherever you are in this world, reach out to us. We can point you in the right direction so you can have some friends to enjoy this great sport and this great team with. Yes, we actually had two people send us emails this last week talking about the different supporters groups, and we actually did point them in that direction. So we did want to make a point. Uh, we spoke with each one of the four's uh, top leaders. So go ahead and check them out, get a good feel for who they are, you know, what they're about, and see if it's something you want to check out. Uh, we absolutely support it. Um, you know, the more fans, the merrier. Bring your friends, bring your family. It's a very inclusive environment. And I know when Jay and I have gone out to supporter groups events, it's, it's been phenomenal. It has been so much fun. Uh, you talk about it, just a solid group of great people who are only positive and everyone has the same mission. And you can come in there and you can be family day one. It really does not take much. If you're interested and you're passionate about the team, if you're passionate about the sport, you're going to find yourself a home with one of these groups and you're going to have yourself an absolute blast. And go check it out. Just go check it out. Give it a shot. There's no reason for you not to spend an afternoon. And I, I think probably this week sometime we'll be in touch with the different supporters groups to tell, uh, tell the listeners, you know, with respect to social distancing and COVID because, again, we are getting hammered as a state. I think it's around eight to 9,000 new cases every single day, which is a little bit ridiculous, people. I mean, stay at home, you know, live and story and all those different clubs can, they can wait, they can wait. Yeah. This is not the top of the rankings we want to be in. No, right? this, this is, is not. This, this is, uh, this isn't football. This isn't the great sport. This is, this is golf. Lowest score wins. Stay in, wear a mask, social distance, be responsible because you don't even know. It's like the butterfly effect, man. One cough on the wrong person who's traveling up to Orlando could shut down this entire MLS back tournament for all of us. So just be smart, be safe, and let's just move forward and move past this. I think we're all over 2020 as a whole. It's been a horrible year, and we don't even know what July has to bring. Can't wait. We're uh, what are we halfway through the year? I guess. Yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah we're, we're through. Right yeah, a few weeks point, halfway yeah. through the year. But um, anyway, we're not going to bore you with too much of this COVID talk. This is the Inner Miami podcast, and really, really cool little new segment that we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and introduce it this week. As I'm sure most of you saw, we put a poll out on Instagram asking you, the fans what you wanted the rivalry of Orlando City and Inter-Miami to be named. Uh, saw some awesome comments, even some new ones that we didn't have listed on the poll. And that reminds me, if we put it on the poll, don't just click the story, actually answer the question. I, it, you know, it blows my mind. We have about 400 people engaged with our posts uh, pretty regularly. And this time around, we had about 90, 94 people or so respond. So pretty good mm -hmm. ratio. Uh, about 25%. But again, if you're going to click the story, just go ahead and respond to the poll post. So with that being said, we did have a winner. The poll has spoken and the people have done a good job. The winner is the Copa del Sol rivalry between us and Orlando City. 
I like that the most from a, a title that makes sense, right? But part of me did really love uh, the, um, what, El Sun Pasico that, that, that was Max good. Ramo said. Uh, I wanted to share Florida Man on an, on another uh, comment, and uh, and Peter Brown beat me to that point. Those ones are great, and, and they're funny. Uh, but Copa del Sol seems like a great name for the Darby of, we could say South Florida, but really just all of Florida, because there's no other teams here except for uh, Orlando City and Inter-Miami. So uh, we'll take that all day. I do like that name. has a nice ring to it, and it has some merit. Um in other news, not so positive news, two more players have tested positive for coronavirus since arriving in Orlando for the MLS is back tournament. This brings the current tally up to 18 players and six staff. Now we're still by my math, I think 10 days out. So if you tested early and you've met the self-isolation quarantine protocols then you'll probably be fine for the actual games if not i would imagine some of these players that tested positive a little later in the process might miss at least one if not two games but again they have to be as safe as they can because we need this tournament to go on we need the sport to come back because we are thirsty jay again there is no plan b this this tournament is going on period it's happening it's happening no contingency plan and God forbid this goes wrong and they're going to look over at the MLS, you know, front office and blame them for not having a backup plan if things do go wrong. Well, um, in all reality, it's it's kind of a funny situation. I mean, obviously, ESPN is the worldwide leader in sports. Uh, no, they did not pay us to say that, but they are the worldwide leader in sports. But but without their massive complex and you know hotels where players are and staff and family members are going to sleep and you know not to mention the soccer fields that are on premise in Orlando is pretty impressive so that's probably why there is no plan b because in reality there's probably not too many locations that reflect exactly what Orlando and Disney Disneyland's amusement park has to offer for lack of better words yeah uh, this is honestly where like conglomerate corporate acquisitions are i'd say more fan friendly or at least consumer friendly because the fact that they you know own espn like that and then they have their their disney land disney world complexes where they can just add on really with any idea that they want to do whether it be avatar or star wars or harry potter they'll just build it onto the park so i'm sure when that acquisition happened is when that development started taking place but it is a top flight facility for all types of sports. And that's why you're seeing the MLS come back to there. You're seeing the NBA come back to there is it's a great place to have a tournament. And it honestly, in, in every other aspect, it makes sense. The only one it doesn't make sense in is because Florida has become such a hot spot for coronavirus spikes in the past, you know, couple weeks and everything. But besides that, it's a great, great location to have it in. It sucks. We can't go there because it's literally in our backyard. Yeah, it is. Uh, it would have been a straight shot north, but it is unfortunate. But as Jay said, 
Right now, there's about 18 players. It may have even gone up to 20, to be honest, by the time this podcast is getting released. But if you're wondering how many players actually got tested, there was 668 players that did get tested, which is sitting at a 2.7 average of a positive test. And if you're looking for some type of, I guess, comparison, the NBA is sitting at a 5.3% positive test right now. So the MLS is about half of the positive test scores that the NBA is getting, which is awesome for us to have. Um, I have to think to even some extent just do by the amount of players on a certain team, we even do have, you know, more players out there than the NBA. So uh, really promising there. And like I said, Copa del Sol is the name of the rivalry that the Inter Miami podcast is at least going to roll with. Uh, feel free to name it whatever the heck you want to do. Just go ahead and make sure to show your soccer fandom. Show your soccer fandom. And that is a very interesting statistic considering the amount of players uh, you know, on an NBA roster versus an MLS roster. But let's go ahead and get into some very pressing, urgent. Uh, we can't really say breaking because we, you know, it happened a couple days ago. But Inter Miami has acquired a new player, bud. And uh, this is someone I can literally say that I've watched throughout, well, not really throughout the entirety of their career. But this is someone I remember from 2008, 2009, 2010, looking like a stud, and he was acquired. And I'm talking about Breck Shea. You may know him, but I doubt you know him by his actual name. It's Dane Brecken. Goes by Breck Shea. This is so interesting because, you know, you talk about players that have been hyped up and had great showings in their youth career, and then that transition into their professional career didn't materialize as we necessarily thought it would i you know one of the biggest ones that comes to mind is is freddie adu touted basically as the next pele and like the future of american soccer football um oh god back in probably like 2004 or five or something like that i remember watching breck shea on the u20 u23 teams the u.s men's national teams uh and he was such a stud when he was younger and then, you know, he went into the MLS, went to FC Dallas, and he went over to, to you know, England and, and the EPL and some of the championship teams as well. But never really equated to what it looked like he was going to be. Um, but he is the latest signing for us. This is a very um, – a player that has a lot of utilization, I would say. He can play left back. He can play left mid. He can play left wing. He can help out wherever. And don't get me wrong – he is talented, um, but at the level he seemed to project himself when he was younger, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm happy because, right, we need more depth, especially for the tournament. Um, I know a lot of fans were kind of 50-50 on this. Some did not like the signing. Some did like the signing. Uh, he's played for a multitude of teams, though, and, you know, he's the newest addition. Breck Shea, long-haired looks like a viking almost i mean he, he had when the first time i saw him he had a faux hawk with a mullet combination and then i know he went dreadlocks and now it's just like long just super swedish style long blonde hair but you know what are your thoughts on this on the haircut or on the signing on the signing <laughs> all right because i know you're a fan of mullet jay i am a big fan of the mullet um listen i i like the signing and before i get into my reasons why i just want to say it's funny 
Um, I just I just don't think the fans are gonna like any signing unless if it's in the attack. Uh. Well, so that's the fun part is he can play in the attack, but he typically plays in midfield or or more CDM or even you know left back roles. But you know the the dude has skills. He does. I mean he's I mean he look. Uh, he, he's very similar to a Ben Sweat on our team. I mean, his left foot, he plays up. He has a rocket shot when he does reveal his leg to the public. That being said, um, a little bit of an interesting signing, I think more or less talking about roster space. Um, we've talked about this over the last, oh gosh, I want to say few months even, probably even honestly four months where, you know, we're talking about filling our roster here and we are eventually going to run out of slots. And this type of signing onto our back line, although it does give us depth, and to your point, you know, f- battling in an MLS is back tournament in Orlando in the summertime uh, where we haven't been playing professional football for the last three to four months is going to be very difficult and we're going to be tired. And adding this type of depth is, is very important to the process. Um, that being said, you know, it, it's kind of a curious signing in the fact of not who it was, but just the position it was in a related to actual roster slots. Um, again, I think that this does open a few players up. We haven't talked about Lee Wynn, who was potentially on the block for us when the season was getting going. I know we've talked about Roman Torres in the past episode with our signing that still looks like is going to happen uh, potentially with LPG. But the question LGP. about... I'm sorry. Yes, LGP. Um, the question about this, though, is, Jay, what do you feel you know, about that roster slot going to this type of position, knowing that we do have that signing coming up here? Yeah, so this is really interesting to me because we had spoken on the past that we had two more open roster mm-hmm. slots, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think this Which was this surprising. Would take one. This would take one, and, and you know, uh, Leandro Gonzalez Perez will will take the other. Now, these are both more in the defensive presence of a team. Um, we still have one more DP slot, and I promise you, they're going to be signing whoever they can find as mm-hmm. soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Whether that be a, a, a David Silva, whether that be a James Rodriguez, whether that be a Luca Modric, or Jesus, bring breath on me if that's a Cristiano Ronaldo or Leo Messi or <laughs> Anton Griezmann right? you must have fallen your regardless yeah regardless there are going to be some players that I think will have to be relegated to either more of a training squad or even down to uh, the USL side in Fort Lauderdale CF right interesting thing about this um, there's going to be some moves now is that like your you know like a Denzo Ulysses is that a Jerome Kiesewetter and the reason I bring up Jerome is because I just Got an email about MLS uh, from the MLS storms, just checking out, you know, the, the jerseys and seeing all the player options you had. And Jerome Kiesewetter was the only player I could really think of that wasn't on there. And they had tons of them. So I think some players will be moved around. Um, it's also very interesting in this pick because um, Breck Shea, again, FC Dallas, not, not a bad career with FC Dallas by any means. He went over to Stoke City, didn't really materialize the way he wanted to. He, he went was, over to. He was the number two overall draft pick, too, if I'm not mistaken, as well. I believe so. I believe so. Now, he went over to Europe. It didn't really work out. Then he went to, like, Barnsley um, and, and, and another team I'm blanking out on right now. Uh, but this guy was – he's a Paul McDonough product, basically. Not product, but – 
I'd say favorite, right? Because mm -hmm. he was most recently with Atlanta United before he tore his ACL. Uh, and that's kind of been the, the issue with him is he's coming off an, an injury, so no one really knows exactly how that's going to impact his play. Um, but he, he played for Atlanta United under Paul McDonough. Like Paul McDonough was a big part of bringing him in. Before that, he was at Vancouver Whitecaps in a DP spot, by the way, for like 500000 or something. And prior to that, he was at Orlando City with guess who? Paul McDonough. So Paul McDonough obviously likes Breck. He sees something that he adds value to. I believe he was probably the driving force in bringing him into Fort Lauderdale CF. Again, the USL team to enter Miami. And now he's reunited for, you know, the third time with Paul McDonough. And there's a lot of versatility here, but there's also a lot of questions. Yeah. And to reinforce what I said, he was, I did a quick little Google search here as Jay was talking. He was selected number two overall by FC Dallas in the 2008 MLS Super Draft. So, um, you know, highly accredited coming out of, you know, earlier stage soccer. But, you know, he also has... IMG product too. We've talked yeah. about IMG on the, on, on the, the pod as well. He also has international experience. Um, he last played with the United States back in 2015. So I guess my question to you, Jay, is where do you see Breck fitting into the grand puppeteer of Inter-Miami? Where do you see his place? So again, he's versatile. I think he's a good add-on to anywhere on the left side. I don't see him starting, certainly not right away. I see him supplementing the back line in, in the midfield as well. But, you know, again, I, I, I view him as more of a um, – what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, like a, almost like a Band-Aid. Like if there's an issue that Alonso sees on the squad, he knows he can put him in there and he could, he could come from the back line and rotate into the midfield or even the attack. With, with, with this signing, do you think – I guess which, which player potentially may suffer, for lack of better words, suffering like – playing time out on the pitch right now is that ben sweat who loses some playing time is that who would you potentially see i don't uh, I mean, think it you could take... be a, it could be a ben sweat it could be a pellegrini uh you know i think lewis is gonna lose morgan will play more on the right side of the field i think different he's, style i don't play. think he's necessarily a threat i think he's just gonna be a a, a pretty solid substitution to come off of, off of the bench right so but here's here's like my main point, right? Is there was so much talent that he had when he was younger. So for instance, let's, let's put this into perspective, right? From 2008 to 2012, he was with FC Dallas, 98 appearances, 19 goals. Okay. Now look at, you know, like the, the important thing to look at here is, is what he did as a, as a young man. So on the U 17 team from 2005, to 2007, 24 appearances, 18 goals. On the U20 team, and we say U20, if, if you don't follow you know, soccer like that, it's fine. It means under 20. So all the players under 20 years of age, right? United States U20 team, 2007 to 2009, 24 appearances, 17 goals. You put this dude in, he's scoring. And then you see it kind of taper out to the U23 team. And then when he actually gets to the, the United States men team that you know the majority of people are aware of in, in the United States. But he came out so hyped, and I, I do think that talent's there. I just don't know if he's ever been in a system that's allowed for him to really, uh, you know, reach his full potential and allow him the freedom to play the way he really wants to play and the, the style of play that he shines in. Yeah, to your point, uh, Paul McDonough product, been with him his entire career. Paul McDonough was his agent, by the way. 
Good point. He was. I did read that somewhere. I mean, this guy is also a physical monster. I mean, he's sitting 6'3", yeah. 30 years old, so a little bit on that's, the older but that's, side. <laughs> yeah, well, fair, but he's not. There's still players. What? How old is Zlatan now? 37, 38? You know, so he's still got playing time left him, but you're right. He is 6'3", is big. It's a big dude out there. In in in, in the sport of, of, of football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, that's a big dude. A lot of the, the great players you see on TV and they look huge, but they're not huge. You know, a lot of them are are are, are sub six feet, if not like sub five eleven, you know. And I think there's actually like I've read something about geometry on that with the curvature of the, the shin to the foot, mm-hmm. how it, it, it molds to the body mm-hmm. to the to the actual ball mm-hmm. better when you're shorter. But you know, we talk, we've talked about it many times. What do you want to see in, in, in defensive players? At least the ability to get up and head a ball in on a corner. Or if you're like, you know, a, a Dylan Nealis where you can actually shoot it from outside the box accurately and, and, and rip a goal, more power to you. But he is a physical presence. He does have abilities. Yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, it's a good depth piece, um, not a bad signing by any means. Again, I don't think anyone's going to be really stoked beyond belief unless if it is a player in the attack, which obviously we do have one more DP slot open, so we are planning to do so. But but moving on, let's get back to the cup. Inter-Miami kicks off the MLS's back as tournament on july 8th at 8 p.m against no other than orlando city and i can't wait jay i can't wait this game this game is going to be nuts we have already talked about a barbecue it it's going to be absolutely insane it's going to be real hype uh everyone has been waiting what three months now i don't know i don't even know what year it is i know what year it is i don't know what month it is it's obviously the worst year in the, in the history of the world. But, uh, yeah, yeah. No, all the fans are super excited for this. July 8th, we are, again, I think nine or ten days out. I don't want to do the math right now. Uh, but this will be broadcast live on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, TSN, which is the Canadian version of ESPN, and TVA Sports, which I'm not too familiar with. I think that might be a horse racing channel. <laughs> well to continue that uh, i don't know if that's a horse fishing channel or not but i'm actually kind of curious to go check it out but it tvc i don't know one of them anyway um <laughs> july 8th we're kicking off against orlando city on july 14th at 9 a.m we're playing the chicago fire which again i think we're going to take home that dub and then the toughest game by far of the three is on july 19th when we play the philadelphia union at 10 30 pacific or i'm sorry eastern standard time so that is how the schedule is going to map out for us and i'm sure everybody else just as much as we are are pretty stoked to be about yeah, we are. I wonder what day July 14th is. I hope that's a weekend. I know that's my mother's birthday, so Inter-Miami will bless Mama with a birthday win. Well, I have some bad news for you, sir. It is actually on a Tuesday. It's on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Ah, well, that's that's a little different for 9 a.m., but uh, all right, whatever. We'll be fine with that. Um it was also that Inter-Miami will announce additional pre- and post-game content opportunities as well as radio streaming information for fans at a later date. So keep your eyes peeled. Be on the lookout. Quick update, by the way. Almost forgot to mention this, but as most of us know, Group A actually consists of 
six teams instead of four, which every other group in the tournament has four. So it was recently announced that the third place team in group A will have an automatic bid into the next round. Well, I think after hearing that, all is fair in this world. That leaves (laughs) three of the top third place teams to pass in each of the other groups. But that does give us a, I think a pretty big boost as far as making it out of the group. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It gives us a 50% chance for making it out of the group with a bid. And honestly, I think it's very doable. I think we have to go out and honestly get two W's against Orlando city and the Chicago fire, because that Philadelphia union game is going to be tough. And I think we're going to battle. We're going to battle like the champions that we are, but you know, that game may a end in an L or may potentially end in a tie. So I think we have to go out and get our three points against these two teams in the first two matches. Well, there's also a chance we go out and get a dub. I'll tell you what, um, you know, we, that will be our third game. So the last game of group stage. So we'll at least have two games to warm up till then. Uh, we saw Inter Miami and Philly Union play in St. Petersburg. Uh, we, I mean, we lost it at, at basically almost the end of the of the game by an absolute ripper yeah, from midfield off a volley. Yeah, like not he didn't even set it up himself. He just ripped a volley uh, that went past uh, Robles and. There's not much you can do about those situations. You see that, and that's why it's called the beautiful game, because you can even respect that from the other side. Um, But, you know, one thing that I do want to note here is after watching the Bundesliga restart, after watching the English Premier League restart, after watching Serie A restart, and even after watching La Liga restart, that first game for almost every single team has been incredibly slow uh for lack of a better word it, it definitely is going to take some time to get back up to speed to you know full game fitness uh get the mental errors out get that cohesiveness back so the first game might be not as exciting as we want it on both inter miami and orlando side i still think we come out with a win but i think we're gonna start to pick it back up start to pick up the feel of everything back up in the second and third game and teams will accelerate out of there in all respect jay i i think we're actually in a better situation than any group any team in our group but given the fact that we are an expansion team we haven't been around for years. Every other team that we're going to play in our three games has been around and been a franchise for extensively a decently long time, especially in respect to the MLS. Yeah. I mean, even Orlando City is like, what, seven years in the league or something yeah, like that? Now? they've been so, around yeah. for a while. I mean, it's definitely been a terrible history, but that's not our fault until now. <laughs> but um, I think that that's going to go our long way. You know, we've only had two games that we've been on the pitch playing in real regular season action. So um, I, for one, am absolutely thrilled just like most of us but coming to our third and final topic here for the podcast we have some sponsors to talk about we do have some sponsors this was reported by the sports business journal uh max ramos texted us this uh, i think franco panizo uh originally had shared it into the group as well um, but we do have four new sponsors so we're it'll be interesting to see how this plays out Uh, on the branding of the team as a whole, but more importantly, on the actual kit itself. So we've got Baptist Health, 
the official medical team, the hospital system, medicine provider, that's kind of a, a, a very simple one, honestly, like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. I know there are some other, like you got Jackson, you got Memorial. So it's good to partner with something like that. Um, and now here's where we're kind of getting into a little bit more of speculation. So I'm going to go ahead and skip to the fourth one. It's Bodega Trevento. I didn't know this company off top. I know this wine, though. It's Trevento, but I've never heard it referred to as Bodega Trevento. I actually used to sell this almost 10 years ago back in the day. Uh, decent wine. I'm not going to say it's great. Definitely not bad, though. Decent wine. Um, How much but, is a bottle? Uh, we were selling them for like uh Seven ninety. We were a, a wholesale outlet. Seven ninety nine. Nothing but the best. Well, I well I also had the master distiller of Woodford Reserve come in and have me personally pick out bottles from that same well, store. Aren't you so, a hot shot? Uh, yeah, you know, a little little humble brag there. <laughs> Woodford Reserve is a bourbon, if you don't know, but um, decent one. Now the two that uh, I think we're both most curious about here is Publix. Number one, no brainer. Florida company, one of the largest Florida companies. And then number two, Ultimate Software, one of the largest companies in the nation, but specifically down here in South Florida. Now, here's where it's going to get fun. Who's getting what spot? Is Ultimate going to get the front? Is Publix going to get the front? Will Ultimate get the side or the sleeve or will Publix? Well, so, oh, this would be fun to see it play out. What would your preference be? Honestly, and we're tech guys, so I feel like you're gonna be a little sided towards. I'm definitely sided towards Ultimate Software. That being said, Ultimate Software is still or is the current sponsor of the Miami Heat. Yeah. So I think that they've had their time. Not only is Ultimate Software one of the largest companies in South Florida, but it is one of the best companies to work for in the entire country. Their benefits are outstanding. 45% 401k match. Yeah. That's not a false statistic. 45% 401k match once you reach a certain level in that company. That's insane. The company does big things, but to answer your question, Jay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say Baptist Health. I think Baptist Health is a perfect sponsor. They have a huge influence, especially during the time of the COVID pandemic that we've all been experiencing in 2020 they've been a huge inspiration to most of us um tons and tons of employees across the south florida area which i think is probably one of the number one reasons why i go with them but you know in addition their headquarters is right across the university of miami so i did wake up every single day and see the baptist health headquarters so i would go ahead and say baptist health yeah well, okay, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I'm I'm only going with Publix. Publix has to be the kit sponsor, the 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 the, the, the at least on the front of it. If if you live in Florida, then you live, breathe and die by Publix. I've never met one person that doesn't love a pub sub. Never oh. met one person. I've never even <laughs> ran into anybody that had a bad experience at Publix. Publix is the best grocery chain in the world, and I grew up with Kroger, and I thought Kroger was the best. And I came down here, and I was like, "What well, is all this, dude?" L- listen, Jay, you had me at Pub Sub, but I've definitely had a fair share of instances at Publix. But it's all about part of the culture at Publix, dude. I don't, I don't want Publix per se to sponsor, but rather the Chicken Tender Wrap or Chicken Tender <laughs> Sub itself to sponsor the jersey. Just a picture of the Chicken Tender Sub with a little buffalo sauce. I'm in. I'm in all day. But it is. Great news that we actually have reached some partnerships. We talked about this in the last episode, how they're opening up these four slots. 
negotiate how you want. Do it now before the tournament so you can try and recoup some of this money. We're the only team in the league that does not have a sponsor. What And what happened to Qatar? I don't know. I mean, again, that was kind of a 50-50 situation because yeah. they, like, the, there there's some issues there politically. Human rights is a country. So some people hate them. Some people don't care. They just want the money. Look at the teams they have represented. Mm-hmm. Your Barcelona's. There's a ton of money that, that they can provide. Um, but it feels more, I guess, so that makes sense from – Right, we're trying to establish ourselves as like an international club, right? We want to be the the club in in the MLS, right? We want to be similar to like a PSG, um, AC Milan, Inter Milan, you know, like a, 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 a Man U. Chelsea. We want to be those that level of a club, that reputation, right? And I get the Qatar money making sense in that direction, but at the same time, we're we're a Florida team, we're in the MLS. And we're in the United States, and it makes sense to me that they pick these these sponsors, especially Publix, especially Ultimate Software, especially Baptist Health, Bodega Trevento, um, Argentinian Wine Company. So I think they're probably the only one not U.S. based. But all this makes sense from an MLS standpoint. Is do you is there a sponsor that you can think of that missed out? On yes, this opportunity. Give me one. Day. Which it's give me the, the one only besides one. the one. The that you're only say. one is Cafe Bustella. <laughs> besides the that one. The only one is Cafe no. Bustella. Is I don't it really care. Cafe Bustella? It's I always going to be Cafe Bustella. Outside of that, oh, oh, like I mean, Joe's I Stone Crab. No. Uh, oh God, that's a that's a good question. Honestly, I'm trying to think what of like about Bacardi. Well, Bacardi. Yes, I mean that wouldn't be a bad one. Um, but like they were Cuban based for a lot of their history. They moved to the United States during the whole 1970s, 1980s fiasco. So, you know, as far as like local companies, I mean, I'm honestly, honestly I always sick. thought ultimate software was made the most sense because they have the most well, yeah, money. For sure. They're down here. It's a great organization to work for in Publix makes the most sense. Cafe Bustelo just cause it's fun. And if you live down in South Florida, especially Miami, in Fort Lauderdale and West Palm, then you, you love coladas. You love <laughs> cortaditos. You love that coffee. Listen, that I, cafe, whatever you want to call it. You love that. So I, that just makes a lot of sense, I think. A cafecito, there's nothing betty, better than a cortadito in the morning. And until you have that Cuban coffee, you people who haven't had that experience of pure caffeine shooting into your brain and making you go wow. crazy and yeah. sitting down and shaking yeah. like a madman, sweating underneath your armpits, not knowing which way is left. You feel right. like Peter Parker, like discovering he's Spider-Man. You're like, what is happening to me? I'm sweating so much. Yes. I can take on the world. Yeah. And you're missing out. Doesn't that sound like fun? You're you missing. Get, I mean, like literally – People drink like a, a 12 ounce, 16 oh, ounce, or 20 ounce coffee from Starbucks. Like South America's had it route this whole time. You can take a shot. It's not even a full shot like you take of like liquor. It's literally like a quarter of a well, shot, yeah. and you're gonna be up more than than a 20 ounce of coffee will. Well, the crazy people are the ones who do actually fill it up with 20 ounces. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. A yeah, cup, yeah. Right? God. But God bless their hearts. But Jay mentioned them, all four of them love to have the support of Inner Miami. All teams did sign multi-year deals with the club, which is fantastic. 
Uh, don't think they went wrong with any of these four, and I'm happy to have Inner Miami represent every one of these brands. So there it is. This is the show. This is the Inner Miami podcast. We are coming to you. Jeez, I think nine days before MLS's back tournament kicks off. We have one more podcast coming to you next week before the tournament. But as always, I am Alex Papa George. I am Jay Kington. And like always, Vamos Miami. Vamos Miami. <laughs> <laughs>